0: Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nesh on Live 95.
1: So if you're a parent, would you consider going on a child-free holiday? Well, Love Island star Molly May has been praised for speaking out about her decision around it. She was meant to go on holiday just with her partner, Tommy Fury, but made a last-minute decision and ended up bringing their child, Bambi, because they felt guilty about it. Joining me now to chat about this more is live ninety-five Sandra Quinn and also Limerick mum, Sarah Lee Cassidy, is uh, with us. And you are both very, very welcome. Good morning to you. So... What do you think, Sarah Lee, about Molly May's decision to change the holiday plans and bring a child?
2: Well, I think that's normal and natural, you know, that she wanted to bring her child. But I think it's really important as well to actually realise that, like, guilt is a very unnecessary emotion. <laughs> we don't need it. Um, and I think it's very important as well for us to teach our children that we can live and fuf- uh, live good, Lives, and that that's a good and healthy thing, without having this uh, helicopter parenting or this need to kind of cotton wool uh, our and and, and shield our kids from like you know life, because that's life. You know, you got to go off and you got to do stuff and you got to like learn and to be on your own and to be resilient and all of that. But I think like the very, th- when you when you asked me to come on this and to talk about guilt, I was like, like the very fact that guilt actually exists, right? Like <laughs> it's just crazy that we should actually feel guilty for having a life is is crazy. And what is that about? So actually the special gift of, the special guilt of guilt is it's a resentment. So we resent having to do this, but we feel guilty if we don't like, you know, do it you know so it's like it's this complex emotion that we make ourselves feel bad for actually wanting to have a life and to do things and to enjoy our life but as well as that I think I think if you look at a job for example Joe right you, you come in here every day it's monetized you get paid right if you look at a mother if you look like, you know, a, a father, um, we're we we don't get paid for this. But yes, it's like, you know, it's going to be a good 18 years of our life, right? Minimum. You know, 24 hours. You know, I mean, if you're looking in terms like that, if you monetize parenting, if you monetize like, you know, a mother, a single mother, um, you know, like, why should you feel guilty for like taking time out? to actually just look after yourself now another thing is that only certain people will feel guilt like there's there's only a certain type of parent that will feel guilt and they're the parents that like actually really really try so hard to to they work so hard on like you know putting the child first and putting the child before everything possibly and then you'll have parents who are narcissistic parents and they won't feel any guilt whatsoever for taking a holiday or taking a break or you'll have that I call them the efficient parent that have delegated the roles and they won't feel any guilt whatsoever because they're uber organized and you know that's so it's very it's very kind of guilt is very specific to a certain type of personality so I would say Molly has yet to learn how to actually um, not feel guilty um for her own feeling of maybe lack in some way, lack as a mother or not showing up or overdoing it or giving too much of the people who feel guilty are givers. They give and they give and they give and their capacity for giving is like leads to burnout or it leads to feel guilty or oh, you know, and another thing is that like it's the lack of support as well. Like, you know, um, now I'm sure Molly doesn't have a lack of support because she doesn't have a lack of finances. But like, you know, for for like single moms, like, you know, Oftentimes there's a lack of support and they don't actually get to go on a holiday. Um, we live in a society that's less community kind of focused compared to the years and years ago where the mom, the surrogate auntie or the surrogate friend could pop in and, and babysit and whatever. So this is all, these are all the conditions that have had enhanced guilt. Or the feeling of, oh God, if I'm not giving enough, I'm not showing up. And the mother gets judged by society. The mother always gets judged by society, you know, for not giving enough, for not being enough, for not being there enough, for the lunchbox that's not packed enough or doesn't have the healthy bits in it or, you know, so all of that, like, you know, it's, it's useless. Sandra, what's
1: your take on all of this?
0: well, I'm not sure I can be as brutally honest as um, as Sarah Lee here. Um, Wow, that was so insightful. (laughs) I felt like you were seeing into my soul for parts of that. (laughs) I was like, does she know me? Has she been following me? Does she know my children? (laughs) Are you describing me right now? Um, So it's very complex. You're exactly right. Um, It's very hard to like... You're going to be guilted and not even guilted, but shamed. I think you're, you're shamed. And Molly Mae was shamed. That was the, the crux of this. But she would have been shamed for bringing the baby. She would have been shamed for not bringing the baby. You know, you're going to lose either way. <laughs> you know, um, I like when we were talking about doing this story, I was talking to Ashlyn about it. And she was like, you know, did you go on holidays? Would you? All this kind of stuff. Um, so I didn't um, when my boys were small. But because of various reasons, um, I breastfed both boys until like we've talked about this a few times for Breastfeeding Week Joe so like breastfed Noah until he was 14 months old and Sam until he was 22 months old if I had gone on holidays when they were three months old it would have just been an extra job I had to do I would have been pumping and it would have been really stressful and I wouldn't have enjoyed it one jot (laughs) not because of you know oh the guilt I'm away from you but the physical element of well you're not here so every three hours I have to pump and then I have to clean all these parts and then I've got to you know I wouldn't be able to get the milk to the baby because they would be in a different country or you know if we'd gone on a flight Um, and then uh, Sam is (laughs) is, should not admit this on radio uh, but it's fine don't worry (laughs) Sam is three and a half and he does not have a passport (laughs)
1: So, well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, there, there was a generation of children who rarely had passports, but now it's it's different, it, isn't it? It is.
0: So, I mean, I have a niece who, so my sister splits her life between Birmingham and um, Cork. And my niece has flown and gotten the ferry probably more times than I have at this stage. And she was one in August. Mm. So it's just a completely different, um, way of living to what we have. And yeah, so they've never been on a plane. They haven't been on holidays. Um, so would I go without them? I wouldn't have because of our situation and it wouldn't have suited us and I wouldn't have enjoyed it. I know myself. I wouldn't have. I um, and well, what well, I've done well, with them, no. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just interesting to uh,
1: look at the Molly, May and Tommy situation. So they were hoping to travel without. Mm. Bambi but they felt guilty about leaving the child alone. It was their daughter's first New Year's so they decided to make a change at the last minute and she told her followers, originally it was just meant to be me and Tommy going for a romantic holiday. Our present to one another for Christmas was going to be a trip away and she explained they wanted to get closer so they decided to plan this romantic trip but things didn't work out in the end. Up until quite recently it was meant to be just me and him but as it got closer we both uh, said we didn't feel comfortable spending New years away from Bambi it was breaking both our hearts and as much as we felt we wanted that time together so since having Bambi so coming up to a year now Tommy and I haven't had any proper time together we have date nights and go out to the cinema but I don't really like that uh, and I don't consider it counting as proper time as a couple like adult intimate nice quality time together
0: Firstly, she's coming from a point of privilege there if she gets to go to the cinema regularly with a small baby. I couldn't tell you the last time I went to the cinema date and I really miss them. Um, But I do, I get what she means there, actually. Yeah. It's the time. It's not so much the holiday. It's the time. Um, So yeah, that is, it's an interesting point. But for a
1: lot of people to take Sandra's point, Sarah Lee, that's a lot. Like a, a date night from time to time. Without the children, I'm sure a lot of people listening this morning will go, well, that's as much as we could possibly hope for.
2: Yeah, that's true. But you know what? That's really healthy. Um, and I think that in today's society, there's a kind of a focus on the children far too much. Now, what I'm saying in that is that we give so much as a couple, as parents, as uh, an autonomous, we are, uh, parents are an autonomous relationship themselves. You know we we have our children and we are a family but we need to dedicate time to the relationship with our partner because if you look at like the partner in terms of we could just give an analogy of the Sun and the moon right you are the Sun and the moon of your child's world and the focus of their attention should be on mommy and daddy have a healthy relationship mommy and daddy have a life mommy and daddy are doing things for them it's a really healthy example of like how to live a life, whereas if you actually are like all about your children, like uh, like for example, and I've uh, you know like everybody falls victim to this that so we might give far too much attention to our children and not our partner. We might like say we might like you know even in terms of guilting the other like y- y- our partner, like you know you're not doing this, or you're not doing that, and we're placing too much time and focus on our kids. Well, we're not actually placing too much time and focus on ourselves and our own relationship. That that's kind of losing, like, you know, the centre. So it's like the the relationship of the mother and the father is like the wheel, the radius, the sun that, like, you know, goes out into, into the kids' lives. And it's a good example. So if you're living, like, you know, a healthy relationship and you have a healthy, you know, date night, you know, and you you're showing them example of, like, you know, what it is to have a good, you know, relationship later in life, that's really healthy you know and I don't think people should like feel guilty for taking time out you know Um, you know mommy and daddy are going out tonight to have a nice time you know mommy and daddy are going to go on a holiday and we'll take you on a holiday like I know it is privilege but we'll take you on a holiday like you know maybe to centre parks we'll have a family holiday it's like you know it's it's kind of opening up to the fact that like you know it's healthy to have a a good relationship with your partner in front of your children
1: Yes but isn't just an obvious point here that children clearly are not capable uh, up to a certain age of looking after themselves. So therefore you need, and some families are lucky to have this, a support network that would allow a couple to go away for a night or two or three or indeed a foreign holiday.
0: Yes, I was actually just about to say that because my children, as you know, um, they are three and a half and almost five. And we are now starting to get close to reaching a point where we could possibly go away. But before now, we really couldn't because they are too small. And it's actually it's a lot to ask of our like our, in you know, my in-laws or my mother to mine them overnight because... They're boisterous boys. They're, they're. I mean, they're great. They're amazing, but they're a lot of work. It's not easy to mind a three and a half and an almost five-year-old. And like, you know, they tussle and they tumble and they wrestle. And <laughs> it's a very physical job. And myself and my husband, we both work full time. So we also feel, and this is the other side of it, is that the weekend is the only time we have with them. And that's really special quality time for us. So do we want to spend that time away from them doing something for ourselves most of the time no I mean the weekend just gone we had a 40th and we it was great we really enjoyed it but it meant that we didn't have the children with us from 2 o'clock on Saturday until 5 o'clock on Sunday because the in-laws are an hour away from us and you know there's driving and there's travel and logistics and
1: and how do the children react after that time away
0: Oh, (laughs) um, they're not in great form. (laughs) Yeah, they're out of sorts um, and they're just a little bit tetchy. uh, They're cranky. Um, even though they
1: would have been probably great, had great and had a
0: super time. No, they had a great time, but it's but that lack of connection with us because they, they So in other words,
1: you do pay for it.
0: You do, and it's hard. And actually, that's a really good point because it's hard to admit that. Um, and when you start seeing it, you're like, oh no. And even last night, so like three o'clock in the morning, Noah woke up and vomited everywhere, um, which was lovely. <laughs> great. Um And then we're all back to sleep and, you know, changing sheets and all that. So it felt a little bit like, oh, this is the price. That's what we get now for Saturday night.
1: (laughs) Well, a listener um, has WhatsApped us on 0861239595 to say, Molly May can well afford to take a nanny uh, with them. Um, How many day nights do you have, Joe? She needs to get um, a lift. Far worse things happening in the world than sorting out her holiday. Well, I, I mean, again, you know, it depends on... Your capacity, doesn't it? It depends on the support network, I suppose.
2: This is it, 100%. Like, I mean, what Sandra was saying, I've lived through. You know, like, I'm, my kids are a bit older now. So, you know, you kind of get that selective amnesia, you know, around, <laughs> yeah. you know, your kids are really small. Um, and like, it is, look, rearing kids, you know, getting through that age group, like, you know, of like up to seven, eight, right, is traumatic. Like parenting, six.
0: Yes, <laughs> the end is in sight.
2: No, pa- or is. Parenting Thanks. is traumatic. It's really hard. It doesn't have the same support networks as it did in the past. You know, we're more. And your like...
1: life is never quite the same again.
2: Never. It's no. like it's never uh...
1: quite the same. Even even if it moves into different phases, you just say, you know, you, you you were not a parent. Now you are a parent. Yes,
2: you are a parent. Your your whole um, individuality, right? Is, is 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 changed you know you you are no longer just you know that you are your kids okay as well like they they you know your life is designed around your kids like you know I mean and that's the point that's why we we have to focus on that you know we have to focus on getting the support network around supporting everybody and we don't live in a society that's community based anymore it's so insular like you know like years ago i remember as a kid you know you'd 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 muck around on the farm down the cousin's house there was like all the other families the extended family there was the nanas there was the granddads there was you know you'd go on a sunday you'd go on summer holidays all together there was a whole load of you on the beach together and no one was left out no one was left alone it was like but that doesn't really exist so much anymore it's quite like um, and especially in terms like of our like you know single parenting you know kind of you know, situation like, you know, there's a high level of divorce. There's a, you know, a lot of people who ha- who don't have that support network whilst raise- raising kids. And what about
1: the stranger syndrome so that, you know, if all goes the way it's expected and children grow up into adulthood and they head off, and they have their own lives and their own relationships, etc., etc. You don't stop being a parent, but that's the way it generally works. Um Do you find yourself at some point, not you specifically, but in general, (laughs) looking at your partner and going, oh, we don't really know each other because we didn't or couldn't invest that time at a certain point in our lives.
0: Yeah. So I'd say like, I would like to think that myself, my husband do invest the time, but we invest it in a way that suits our lives. So we will prioritize sitting down and having a chat. Like we will eat our dinner together every evening at the table. Um, The kids are like insane at that point so they're just like whirling around throwing things and you know it's just like the crazy hour before bed <laughs> so that's when that you know they just carry on with that like insanity in the sitting room but we sit at the table and we eat our dinner and we chat and then after the kids are in bed we get up again and we'll watch something on Netflix or you know one of the streaming services and you know we'll chat as we're watching that so like okay we might not be going to the cinema you're not talking to each other in the cinema anyway so the cinema is actually a terrible example of like bonding time <laughs> um, we don't get that many dedicated date nights but when we do they're really special because we're like this is really amazing that we have the opportunity to do and this and do you
1: ban talk of the kids on those nights
0: no it'd be impossible no
1: you see there you go
0: though yeah, no no Um, we would be getting pictures of the kids sent to us by whoever is minding them and I would like that as in like not not inundated not being spammed but like they're gone to bed here is them you know or like they were playing this funny thing and I'm like oh that's lovely so it's not that we've taken a break from our life as parents
1: (laughs) Um, Barry says are these people sure they actually want children and the responsibility that comes with it and uh, another listener says Joe nothing grows quicker than children we've plenty of time for ourselves as they get older so, so I suppose the thing is you know if, if we take your point that it's not the cinema let's say it's dinner right and you're looking across the table at each other and the very first point of conversation is the child or children and the middle part is the child or children and the end bit is the child or children and then you go home to the children
2: Yes, you know, I mean, the children take over, you know, they do. But the point is that I was just listening to that last text and I was just going, "Mm, yeah, but no. Like, it's like you need to have your own identity. You need to have your own life. You need to actually uh, be who you are. Your children actually appreciate you more if you're yourself. Mm. They'll actually appreciate you more. Like, an awful lot of people occupy this, like, you know, I call it the pretend parent role. It's like where we're not actually really ourselves. We're like doing this pretend kind of like you know, mummy and think daddy we now be. talk, you know, and kind of like you know talking to our child. Now this is more rather than just being yourself, <laughs> do you know. And it's like yeah. you know your kids will appreciate, but, but, you, but you know, just then like, they
1: get to a certain point, you know, teenagers, and then they will kind of come to the conclusion that their parents are so boring because oh, you're so boring. <laughs> <laughs> do you do anything? Do you have any other life outside of this? this house well that's your fault or (laughs) indeed is it our fault
0: as parents yeah so i mean uh, yeah i should have said actually when we do chat over dinner in the evenings we do generally talk about like work and our lives we don't just sit there going how's noah how's sam how's noah how's sam Did did they do this did they do that but no we do talk about like you know things going on with us and how things are or whatever um but no i mean we do have interests so like my husband plays darts um, and now he, he stopped playing it this year because it's actually a massive commitment because it was one evening midweek for a practice, a Sunday for practice and a game on a Friday, which actually at our point with our children's ages was just. Chips was
1: histone like Luke Littler at that I level was <laughs> <sincere>. It was insane.
0: <laughs> um, oh he'd be delighted with that that light no i <laughs> and,
1: and, and, then, and then of course you have you have Valentines and that's you know fast coming down the tracks where we then force people to try and fit their schedule around <laughs> Romance, right. You have to go out, you have to sit, you have to organise the, you know, whatever childminding is required. And then if you are in a relationship, you have to look at each other and go, ah, oh, sure, God, you're great. <laughs> like, that's
2: just totally it's mental. Obligatory love. <laughs> obligatory so, love.
1: Somebody says here, um, those ladies are seeing into my soul. Myself and my husband go to a music festival every year without the kids, but we pay for it afterwards. Yes, no doubt about it. I think a lot of people have that experience, yeah,
0: and it, it's unfortunate. But it's it's the lack of routine, it's the lack of connection with the parents, especially. I find kids whose parents work full time as you know, my children. Like sorry, I've referenced myself very oddly, no, in that no, 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 no. but anyway, we both work full time, and so yeah. our kids have that life experience, and they don't like. You know, I remember Noah saying to me one day last year, he was like, Mammy, could you and Daddy collect me from creche? And it broke me. Aww. And I was like, and it turned out we could because I was off <laughs> that one day. Yeah. But I mean, if he'd asked me any other day, I would have just been crying on my way to work, feeling like the worst person in the world because he asked for so little, but it was so big to him. Mm. You know, he just, I yeah, just want to see I, you I both think at you should say that because
1: I had a similar experience. I was off a day last year and we got to collect together yeah. from the school gates and it, like it was a big deal i mean i, I yeah. didn't realize it was but when i saw the, so there you go anyway listen thank you i think this a, it's been a fascinating discussion to kick us off clearly we're already getting some more uh reaction and uh, we'd like to hear from you on this well dilemma i suppose you'd describe it as and uh, thank you very much to our own sandra quinn and sarah lee cassidy for joining us too